Welcome to the Way In With Will, episode three, and today we're gonna to be going over your top training mistakes. Welcome to the show, everyone. I am your host, Will Roy, Retro Fitness, uh, Fitness Director here at Retro Fitness in Rochester, Michigan. And I am joined today by one of my fellow coaches, Coach Nick. Uh, and today we're going to go over top training mistakes, something that we see in the gym, unfortunately, on a regular basis. Um, wouldn't you agree? All the time. Yeah. Yeah. So we're going to try to hopefully clear up some of those. And obviously, there's probably plenty that we could call out, but we chose kind of our top three. And we'll piggyback off this in another episode, I'm sure. Uh, hopefully, Nick will be a regular here on the podcast. Uh, we work together every single day. There's tons of knowledge between myself and him. He is definitely the stronger of the two of us. Uh, I think, what, what do you got, like a 500-pound squat? I've hit 545 before. Yeah, so um, for those of you that uh, don't know him, uh, he is the guy that looks like Clark Kent and... I've actually joked that we should put him in a Superman t-shirt every single day. So, maybe one day. You gotta dress up as Lex Luthor then, man. I, oh, dude. I'm, let's do it. <laughs> let's do it. Um, so, alright. Without further ado, we'll jump into this. So, and number one, we've kind of, me and Nick have gone back and forth with these. Number one is not following a program. And what we mean by that is you're not, there's no progression in your workouts, right? Yeah. That kind of. Yeah, you'll see people want to, oh, say they really want to get their, their bench press up, especially younger guys. In that first month, they don't see a ton of progress. They skip to a different program or just completely fall off their team because they haven't seen what they want. Um, it takes time, though. Yes. Like a month is not necessarily enough time unless you're a complete beginner to see a bunch of progress. 100%. I would uh, definitely agree with that. I actually even had that in my note as like part of not following a program is even if you are, you're not sticking with it long enough yeah. to actually see anything happen. Um, and I, I think that's a, a huge, and I'm guilty of this, but then again, I'm 38 years old. You know, I've, I've, my attention span when it comes to fitness now is Pretty much, I just want to feel good. Um, every now and then, I'll hop on one when I'm when I have a, a certain goal. But I think it's really important for people that have a specific goal, yeah. Um, especially if it's weight loss um, or getting stronger, or if it's performance based. I mean, you got to be on a program. And uh, you know, how do we fix that? I mean, quite easy. It's what we do for a living. Definitely. You know, uh, reach out to one of us. I mean, how many programs have you? done for people over the years. I don't know if I can count that. Yeah. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. So, um, and nobody's above it. I think that's the big, like, wouldn't you agree? Like, I'm not above having a coach. No, I'll, I'll be doing, maybe I'm doing deadlifts or something. I'll have Phil come over and spot check me. I can't see everything, right? Same. I'm like, not perfect. Like, how many times have I come and gotten you and been yeah. like, hey, look at my Look at my squat right now. Like, exactly. is, is one hip shifting? I can't tell when I'm doing that, especially when you're going heavy. You know, when you're when you're going heavy, you, form's got to be yeah. on. And we're all human. We're all masters of compensating, and we get used to those compensations to where the it just feels normal. Yes. Yep. 
I would. So having a second set of eyes is never going to be a bad thing. And even, you know, obviously, yes, we're kind of doing a soft sell for our, our own profession. But even if you think you know what you're doing, you still can use a coach because even if you're, if you go online to say your, your, you know, favorite fitness influencer, their, their programs are generic. It's not pertained to you. Um, you know, even though it might get you results, there's probably something missing. It, it's not optimal. I guess that's the best word I'm looking no, at. No, it, it's not. And kind of a, a little segue I had in my notes here. A lot of those fitness influencers, if you look at their pages, they're doing these, what are, I guess, flashy kind of exercises that are, one, incredibly hard to progress, but it looks cool. Yes. And the cool looking stuff sells. And I'll tell you right now, if you look at my program, it looks really boring. It looks monotonous um, because it's the consistency doing that stuff over months, years that really adds up. And that's where you see the results. 100%. I, I was, I'm actually glad you brought that up because my most effective programs that I've done is just that. Yeah. It's boring. It looks the same, yep. but it gets results. Yeah. Like me and uh, me and my fiance, the next uh, two, three months that we're focusing on our our, de our dealt work, trying to just make them pop a little bit more. And it looks exactly like yeah. you'd expect. Chest is going to the back burner a little bit. We have a lot of uh, lateral raises, upright rows, and shoulder press for the next two, three months. Because um, it takes more than just a few weeks or a month or whatever to kind of build that up. Yep. Uh, 100%. Like, like I said, boring is what gets you the results, yeah. guys, is basically what we're trying to say. The flashy stuff, yes, it looks cool. But... Well, most people can't do it, first of all. That's fair. And, That's fair. And, but it's also not going to give you the best bang for your buck, so long term. So not following a program is probably the first mistake you're making. And how do you fix it? Well, you hire a coach, um, preferably one you know or trust, yeah. who might know you a little bit, um, or you know they will get to know you. So, So that's number one, guys. Moving on, number two, and I am very guilty of this one, especially when well. I'm in a rush. Uh, no warm-up. Not warming or prepping your body before you go into a lift. Um, I would say I would say it's probably a little bit more important for like weight training workouts, strength training workouts, um, as opposed to like if we're just gonna go for a run. Yeah, right? if I'm just going for a light jog, like I'm not doing sprints or whatever. Yeah. I, I, I'm probably not going to do much for that. Yeah. Yeah. If I'm hopping out of a rower, I'm not really warming up. Like, that is my warm up. Exactly. Um, but strength training, I can't tell you. And especially a lot of young kids, I get it. You're young, body's resilient. You, can, you can get away with it. Yeah. But it catches up to you. Um, so, not having a warm up. And I have on here, you know, it it does more than just warm the muscles, tendons, ligaments up, getting blood flow in there before you start trying to push major weight. Um, inevitably, you're probably going to get hurt if you don't. Um, but it does more. It, it preps your nervous system. Yeah. You know, that's, and especially if you're going for max lifts. Oh, yeah. And your nervous system's not even prepped yet. Good luck. Like, that's a recipe for getting injured. Um, so, and I also have on, not only warming up, so say we're doing the bench press, right? We're not just warming up our shoulders, chest, triceps. 
like, let's get the antagonist muscles, yeah. our rear delts, you know, our shoulder blades. Let's get some dead hangs. Let's loosen every, everything needs to be kind of prepped for optimal results. Um, I mean, any, do you have anything else? You yeah. Um, so even if it's just your warm up is doing, let's go back to our bench press example. Say it's doing the bench press for a few sets at a lighter weight. How many times have you gotten to that first set of your working weight, that second set, and you're just not kind of grooving right? The lift doesn't feel doesn't feel right. So I'm going to argue that a couple sets of warm up is going to make for a more efficient lifting session as well. I would so definitely agree. So instead of maybe I was shooting for eight reps and I didn't warm up and I only got five or six on those first two sets, it took a set three or four for me to start grinding. Well, maybe if I warm up appropriately, maybe I still have an off first set, but it's probably going to get you in the groove a little quicker than you would have if you just go on cold anyways. Yeah. And it's going to make the efficiency of the lift itself, the uh, the movement pattern, a little better. 100%. Uh, I'm glad, actually, that's another good thing you brought up. I can tell you almost every single time that I've gone into a... It's more specific with squats for some reason for me, but my last set of squats always feels like my best. Yeah. And... Sorry about that. I thought that was on silent. Apparently not. Um, my last set of squats always feels the best because my body's like, I've been doing that squat yeah. pattern for almost probably 10, 15 minutes at that point. Mm -hmm. So everything's really loose, really warm. The movement pattern's grooved. And then like I do my last sentence, like, man, I really wish my three working sets before that yeah. felt like that. So, um, it's it's huge, and again, if you want to maximize your efforts in the gym, you have to include a warm-up, guys. And even if it's five minutes, it's still a hell of a lot better than nothing. It's better than nothing. It gets you primed for the workout. It's probably going to give you a more efficient routine going on there, and it's I'm going to argue decrease some injury risk there as well, which we're here for longevity, right? Yeah. One, yeah. No question. So um, that's number two, warm-up. You have to warm up. Don't come into the gym. Strength, again, let's emphasize strength training is more so what we're talking about here. Um, unless you're sprinting. I would say if you're going to do some sprints, you definitely You should definitely up. loosen up. <laughs> so, all right. So, number three, our last one here. And I would say... As I've gotten older, I'm probably a little bit more guilty of this. I definitely was not in my younger years. Lack of intensity in your workout. So what I mean by that, and feel free to interject on, on how you feel about this, is you're just kind of going through the motions, right? Mm -hmm. You're coming in. There's no mind-muscle connection, which is a real thing. Yeah. You know, like, let's, let's get our head in the game. Um, maybe you do a set, you pick up your phone, answer an email, answer a text message. Yeah. Four minutes goes by, you do another set. There's no, there's no urgency. There's no, you're just kind of like, you're there, but you're not there. Yeah. Yes. You're not present in the workout. Yes. So even if, if you came in and there's a couple ways to fix this, um, but I guess I'll just jump right into it. So putting yourself on the clock, I think is one way to really increase intensity, yeah. right? Um, you do a set, you give yourself one minute, one minute rest, put it on the clock. As soon as that minute's up, go into your next set, same thing. Do that, so whatever, how many you're doing, four or five sets or whatever that particular movement is. 
I guarantee you it's that weight you're using gets a heck of a lot harder than probably what you did last week. And again, it goes back to the brunt. You're probably doing the same weight you did last week because you're not on a program. Exactly. So um, I guarantee you that weight just got a lot harder. Um, and it's, it's without that intensity, you're kind of, you're really going to lack, you're, you're just not going to get results. No, there's not going to be any progress there, right? No. You need to make your exercises, your weights, whatever, increasingly harder over time to get those results. And how many times have we seen the same person doing the same weight for the same reps for three months? Correct. And they come ask, hey, like, what's going on here? Well, yes. Yep. Um, and again, we're not picking on anybody. It's just we're trying to get you the best results possible. That's why you come here. Um, well, at least that's why you should be coming here is to better yourself every day, yeah. right? Like, you can't, if you're in here doing a workout that I can, I can, if I could do your entire workout in like 20 minutes, but it takes you an hour, something's, something's missing. wrong. Something's wrong there. You know, like you're not using, and again, you can, intensity can be a couple things, guys. Like I said, put yourself on the clock, increase your weights. I mean, the heavier you go, definitely yeah. the intensity has to go up. Um, more reps, just increasing yeah. your rep total. Exactly. That increases the intensity of your workout. Um, I mean, there's, you know, rest pause sets, drop sets, yeah. supersets, all those things would increase intensity. And without it, you're you're just not going to, again, optimize your time in the gym. Not at all. So, um, and the other thing I put on there is like, there's, there's no accountability, right? No. That's the thing I like about the clock. You know, you put yourself on a timer for your rest periods or even if it's the entire workout. Like, Oh, for sure. Write yourself up a workout and say, I only have 30 minutes to do this. I have to do it in 30 minutes. You know, that you're going to just naturally you're going to shorten your rest periods. And that's where also uh, writing things down, whether it's on your phone or a notebook, comes into play. Because, you know, I might remember that I squatted. 315 for X amount of reps the next week. I'm not going to remember how much I dumbbell curled the next week. So all of a sudden I look back and like, oh, I actually did more reps next week or yep. last week. Well, maybe I didn't push myself as hard. Maybe I'm just a little more fatigued and I need to add an extra set or something. But you can use that as feedback to see if you're progressing. If not, kind of take a step back and say, hey, what's going on? Actually, that's a very good point. That's And that's something I've, I've done off and on but never – You've been really good. I know you're good with that, is tracking your workouts. Oh, I, I, I always keep track of them. And then I have a, I have built-in like progression models week in, week out to kind of make sure that there's some kind of progress somewhere. Yeah, there you go. Like That's that's a great, great tip is to document what you're doing. Because um, I actually, I can tell you it happened to me this week. Um, for my front squats, I, I could not, I didn't write it down. And I could not remember what I did last week for my heavy four. Like I was doing sets of four, and I was like, crap. You know, I'm sitting there, I'm like, did I do? I think I did 185. I'm like, but did I? So I, like, and there it is. Like, that's, again, nobody's above it. No. You know, like. And that'll be me. If I don't write it down, that'll be me every single time, and I know that, so. Yep. And I am, and I'm a pen paper guy. Same. Because the program that I'm currently following is in an app, and I just, 
don't. I'll look at the workout, but I'll never go in and plug in my numbers yeah. in, that, in the app. The only time I will have my phone on me while I'm working out is if I'm like changing a song. I hate just yep. diddling on my phone. Yeah, same same here. So, but whatever works for you guys. Yeah, pen paper. If you're an app person, there's yeah. plenty of tracking apps like nowadays. Mateo tracks his on a on a phone app. Yeah, there you so, go. So I mean, yep. So it's really whatever you know you'll stick to and be consistent with. Yes. Right? Because consistency in this game is key. Yes. It's the most important thing. Yeah, 100%. Like, you can be half-disciplined, but if you're consistent, yep. hey, you're, you're still going to go further than the guy who's all in For one day two, a week. Yeah, you know? exactly. So, um, I mean, that's... Did you have any, uh, maybe any honorable mentions? I did not. I think we can go back to the uh, intensity part real quick. Um, I would be willing to bet that, again, not calling anyone out, there's a lot of people not pushing themselves as close to a failure standpoint as they think they are. Like, I remember when I was in, I was in undergrad or grad school, we were looking even at this study, and the, in the study they were just instructed, you know, Go two, three reps away from failure. Um, it took about four or five minutes rest, so plenty of time to recover. And then a coach came in and made them go all out as far as they could. And uh, a good chunk of people were 10 plus, 10 plus reps away from failure. Yeah. And the only way to figure that out is to push yourself that hard sometimes. So it's not meant to happen every time, but every once in a while, it's okay to, to burn it out. So you know what that feels like, you know what failure actually is, and you might find, hey, I've been doing 10, I can do 20 reps. I would I would say you're, I mean, that does not surprise me at all, actually. No. Um, that is something that I've seen pretty much any gym I've ever worked at, and even in other gyms, if I'm like out of town and I go to a gym. Guys, even if us as coaches, we don't know what your failure point is. We can't feel how your muscles feel when you're doing the movement. So when we tell you to go to failure, Mm -hmm. we're just assuming you're going, that means just go, you know, balls to the wall. You're you're going until you have nothing left. And we can do our best to guess it, right? But everyone's different. I know, say I'm going for eight reps, rep seven, I might feel awesome. And then rep eight might just be the hardest thing on the planet. Yep. And I have a client who looks like he's going to die at rep eight. I don't think there's any chance he's getting it up. And all of a sudden he's hitting rep 15. Right. So everyone is just built a little differently, different muscle fiber types throughout their muscles. I mean, so we can do our best to kind of estimate how close you are, but we're, we're not going to be perfect at that. No. That's where you have to know yourself a little bit. And you know what? Push yourself a little harder sometimes. Yeah. And you can't know yourself until you've gone to that exactly. point. You've gone to that place where you're, everything's burning, like you're grunting, you're breathing heavy. Like you got to push yourself to the max so yep. that you know yep. where that tipping point is for you. So that when, I know you, you, you use this a lot and I've started using it. Um, when I program for people is RPE rates to preserve, rates to perceived exertion. Yeah. Which is basically means, like, if you don't know where your failure point is, that yeah. that number means nothing to you. No. You know? So, no. like, you really got to know. And I know that. I see that a lot more now. Yeah. I yeah. see that in a lot of CrossFit programming. I use it in just about all my workouts. And eventually, you'll learn kind of 
where that is. Like today, we were training an, at an RPE of, uh, of seven, so about three reps left in the tank. For me personally, that's when the weight really starts to slow down. The reps feel like a lot more of a grind. That's about an RPE seven for yeah. me. Um, now, you might be slightly different, but there's only one way to figure that out. You do have to push yourself. Yeah, correct. Like So I would argue take, obviously, you can't do this um, every single day. Push yourself and define that failure point. Mm-hmm. Do this over the period of maybe a month. Yeah. You know, pick a movement that you might do, you know, regularly. Yeah. And it's usually the compound movements, right? The ones that you're going to do mostly um, for like most bang for your buck yeah, and push yourself, find out where that tipping point is so that going forward, you kind of know, Hey, like I did this weight. I, I thought I could only get 10. I actually did it last week and I hit like 21. So like now, you know that you have way more in yep. you and knowing that you're going to get better results. Exactly. Forward. And that's not to say, oh, I can do 21. I have to do 21 every single time. Correct. You should get close-ish to that number. But you're if you're not within like five reps of that number, you're probably not doing much to get any adaptations. Right, right. And because that's that's the key. Our bodies are adaptation machines. Yep. So if you've been doing 10 reps of a particular weight, even 12 reps of a particular weight, maybe you squeeze out a couple extra, but it's the same weight. Chances are you've got way more in you. And your body's adapted to that, so it's not going to change. Nope. You're not going to get any results from continuing to use that same weight, same rep scheme. Um, so, again, the intensity, crank it up, find out where your tipping point is, so that moving forward, you can start to get results. Yep. So, um, so let's just recap. So, number one, not following a program. Hey, hire a coach. Um, get on a program and you don't always have to be on a program, but it's definitely good to get on one regardless whether it's a performance-based goal, uh, you know, an aesthetic goal, you know, maybe you just want to look better. Yeah. Whatever that is, hire a coach, get on a plan and, you know, take, you know, take off from there. Uh, number two was no warm up. Again, pretty simple. Start warming up, whether it's Cardio, um, light sets of that particular yeah. movement you're doing, just doing a lot of them. So start your warm up. And number three, lack of intensity. And again, I think that one we covered pretty well. Yeah, we went into uh, some good depth. Yeah, because that, that one is definitely um, a big a big one. It is. So, um, guys, that's all we got. Uh, I want to thank. Coach Nick for joining me today. Anytime. Uh, like I said, he will hopefully be a regular on this podcast. Tell us more. You can DM either myself or him. His social media is at N underscore L-A-J-I. That is Coach Nick's Instagram. Is that the one you're probably most active on? Uh-huh. Yeah. Yep. So, and you've been really active on our the Retro Fitness Rochester page. I'm trying to. So, there's tons of tips on the Retro Fitness uh, Rochester Um Instagram page as well. He's, I mean, sometimes you're posting like twice a day, right? Yeah, so plenty of tips and tricks on, really, on everything we just discussed. So there it is for free for you guys. Yeah, you can and go you, check it out. And a lot of times I'll even just post a good chunk of my workouts up there, so. Yeah, even even better. There you go. So there's, there's your starting point, guys. If nothing else, if you don't want to hire one of us, um, 
go, there it is. Coach Nick's got it all out for you, uh, at least partly, on his Instagram pages and on Retro Fitness's Instagram page. So, uh, again, let us know what you guys think. Any more tips, tricks uh, that you'd want to see, feel free to DM or message us. And uh, if you got anything out of this, please share it, subscribe, and uh, pass it along. And uh, that's all I got. Thanks again, Nick. No problem. Anytime. Thanks for listening.